Well, the Green Bay Packers may be in search of another running back. Aaron Jones headed for free agency after the Packers choosing not to play the, uh, place their franchise tag on the star running back. Joining us now to talk about what this means for the Pack going forward, he is the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larrabee. First things first, Wayne, what was your reaction when you saw the news come across yesterday afternoon that uh, the Packers were choosing not to tag uh, Mr. Jones? Well, I wasn't surprised, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Is that just based on history? Obviously, it's not the Packers' M.O. I mean, they haven't employed this franchise tag since 2010, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, history has a lot to do with it. Um, it's just a philosophy that they appear to have, and it just that's just my observation, that um, you know they've only used the franchise tag, I believe, on Ryan Pickett back in 2011. So it's not the way they, they like to go about uh, securing players. School of thought is that they may double back now these couple days in this interim, but Drew Rosenhaus is the agent involved. He is a grinder. He's going to ask for top dollar, and top dollar will probably be offered by somebody out there, somebody probably not named the Green Bay Packers. Top dollar uh, in running backs, uh, Christian McCaffrey at Carolina, $16 million. Alvin Kamara, $15 million at New Orleans. Ezekiel Elliott, $15 million uh, at Dallas. Now, um, you know, if, if they're going in that direction, the top seven running backs of the league, the top salaried running backs of the league, all start, it starts at $12 million. Um, what you have to ask yourself is Aaron Jones, a $12 million back. Um, certainly some of the things he can do, uh, but he's also a little bit, you know, he's had some injury issues. There's no question about that. He's missed 10 games in four years. But the other factor is you you don't give the ball to Aaron Jones as much as you do with an Alvin Kamara or a Christian McCaffrey. His touches per game are much lower than those. His production is excellent for the touches he gets. The problem is, is that in order to keep him healthy, you limit his touches. And that's what Mike McCarthy did, and that's what uh, uh, Matt LaFleur has done over his career. So, Wayne, the bad news is the Packers could be out a really good player. The good news is they might have the money they would have spent there to potentially spend elsewhere. Where do you think the Packers should spend that money if Aaron Jones does indeed go and play elsewhere? Well, first off, the Packers have to get under the cap. This doesn't do it for them totally. They have other moves they have to make, and it'll be interesting to see. And the problem for the Packers is not just this year's cap, but you know, I was reading um, that with 28 players under contract, for the uh, 2022 season, that's not, not this coming year, but the following year, the Packers would be over this cap. Now the cap will be larger that year, but that's you know that that was interesting to me, and in that the uh, Packers aren't up against it just this year, but next year's cap comes into play as well, and based on what you do this year. Voice How much money do you put into the future? That's the question. How much money can you afford to put in the future caps and still have the wherewithal to build a football team? Voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, joining us live on WTMJ. So, Wayne, how capable do you believe a backfield of A.J. Dillon and potentially Jamal Williams to be going forward? Well, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Those two are similar in terms of uh, the style of running they do. Uh, they're power backs. They're not like, uh, you know, they still need someone, I think, of Aaron Jones's capability in, in the, the fact that you would need a change of pace. That's the best thing. And, and I know Matt LaFleur likes to have three running backs that he employs. It'll be interesting to see if they pick up someone on the market uh, who could fill that, you know, kind of a third down back, that kind of thing, uh, a scat back. Tyler Irvin was a guy who might have been able to do some of that stuff uh, but he's had injury issues obviously so it'll be interesting to see but I still think you know even if you do sign Jamal Williams and there's no guarantee there um, you're still looking for a third back 
We've got a draft coming up as well. It looks to be deep in wide receivers, also in cornerbacks, and the Packers may be interested in both. Which do you think they will go with in the first round? Boy, I, I would think, <laughs> and that's just me, I'm thinking cornerback, but, you know, they've thrown a lot of draft capital at cornerback, and uh, the one cornerback who has stuck, who has really been worth it, has been uh, Jair Alexander. But uh, beyond that, um, you know, you're looking at Kevin King's going to be on the open market. I was looking at a free agent list today, and, and he's not even in the top 100 of the free agents listed. So, you know, and he's, you know, top pick in the second round of the draft, the first pick of the draft when he came out. So they've done it. They've spent a lot of money at cornerback. Um, they needed a the compliment to Jair. I think what they might do is get somebody in free agency if they have the money to do it and get somebody in the draft. I'm not sure it'll be a first-rounder, but it'll be somebody high up in the draft. So, Wayne, on top of all of that conversation about running backs and cornerbacks and defenses, we got to talk about the elephant in the room now, Aaron Rodgers, right? This was a huge deal uh, right after the NFC Championship game lost to the Buccaneers. Do you envision the Packers reworking his contract in some way in the coming days to uh, rectify some of these cap issues that they're having? What do you think is going to happen in regards to that? Yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see because what they can do with him, um, and this is money, you, you know, some money you want to force into the future if you can, but there are a lot of players that you don't want to do that with. Aaron is one of the players you want to do that with because you know he has more left in the tank. He's 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 a guy who three or four years from now could probably still be, he's probably going to be your best player at quarterback. Um, now, you know, you have to balance that with the future, but my thought is that he's a guy uh, the, you know, if you rework his contract, maybe you give him an extra year, maybe a guarantee uh, the next two years. I don't know what how you do it, but um, that's a guy that you can work with because you know his production is going to be there in the next three years. The NFL's free agency window unofficially opens on Monday. That's the start of that legal tampering period. Wayne Larrabee, thanks so much for the time, man. We appreciate it. We'll catch up with you soon. Okay, guys. Take care.